Hey guys, what's up? It's Savannah. Welcome back to another episode of My Thoughts Exactly. Thank you so much for joining me today. I am so happy that you are here. Happy Thursday, you guys. I hope you guys have been having a good week. My week has been pretty good so far, other than sleeping for probably two hours last night. And I don't know why. Well, I do know why. It's because whenever Hayden goes out of town, I just like cannot sleep for the life of me. And I watched the Dateline documentary on the Idaho murders the other day. And that just has, I just haven't slept well since, to be honest. But other than that, I hope you guys have been having a great week. Now, as you guys can tell by the title of today's episode, today we are giving you, or I am giving you, my specific rules for a summer glow up. I actually asked you guys again on Instagram. I say it every single episode, but it's so true. If you don't follow the My Thoughts Exactly Instagram, you definitely should because basically you pick the episodes every week. And this week I ran a poll of a couple different episode topics and you guys, without a doubt, chose rules for a summer glow up, which I was really excited about. I was secretly rooting for that one just because I feel like summer is right around the corner and what better way to kick it off than just sharing some of my summer glow up rules, summer glow up 101 and have you guys do the same. So in the comments below, let me know what you guys do to prepare for summer and put you guys into that kind of mood and zone and vibe. But with that being said, I actually actually wrote down a list of about 15 different points of summer glow ups that I have and I'm excited to go through it all with you and obviously these are just I feel like I just need to preface it with this these are all you know you can cater these you can pick you can like some you can hate some you can hate the whole list you can like the whole list you can you know just keep some of these in your back pocket if you want a way to kind of spice things up for summer personally for me I like going into every single season not necessarily rules but just things that I want to do that help me feel like you know it gets it just keeps life exciting for me it keeps life a little bit different a little bit more interesting and it just kind of gets you out of the rut and the routine that I feel like a lot of times we often fall in we talk about that a lot on this podcast about feeling like you've lost your spark feeling like you're just kind of going through the mundane day-to-day activities of life and what you can do to kind of get yourself out of that so for me what I like to do is every single season use it as an excuse to change things up a little bit, to romanticize life more, and just to kind of regain that spark and that confidence. And I just feel like it's super important to just make things a little exciting. So let's jump right on in to this list of mine. I will be posting this list eventually to the My Thoughts Exactly Instagram. So again, make sure you're following if you just want to see the condensed list. I'll probably do that in a couple days. So with With that being said, let's jump right on into it. I'm actually really excited about this and I really can't wait to see what you guys do as well for your, you know, summer guidelines, summer rules, all of that. Okay, so I'm going to run through these. I'm looking at my phone a little bit just so I get all of them because I put all of my notes and just kind of some other little stuff in there. So the first thing on this list is to declutter your space. We talked about this a lot in the spring cleaning episode, how you declutter anything that's causing clutter or chaos in your life to declutter it. And for this, what I specifically mean in this instance is decluttering your home. So decluttering 
anything that's, again, clutter, chaos, that also means your closet, that means your makeup, anything that is expired, anything that you don't use, anything that is not, you know, something that you are excited about, get rid of it. I'm someone who's such a hoarder that way. Like when it comes to clothes and stuff, I'll have a shirt or a dress or something that I will never wear, but I will see it and be like, oh, that's cute. Maybe one day I'll wear it. No, if I haven't worn it in like six months, I'm probably not going to wear it. So I just would rather get rid of it and make space and just declutter that way. Also declutter your refrigerator. I feel like this isn't talked about enough and I feel like it's something that, you know, is it seems like something very simple, but getting rid of the stuff that, you know, you're not using things that are expired, like just go through it. Okay. You're probably sitting here being like, Savannah, of course, why wouldn't I declutter my fridge? Just trust me on this. Go through your refrigerator, go through your pantry, get rid of all of the stuff that, you know, you don't need, you don't want. And that way you're making space for new amazing things. So the first one on that is decluttering. So the second rule on this list, I like to call the one thing rules. And when I say one thing, this also could be all of these things. So whatever you want to pick and choose from this. But where I see this is either hair, nails, tan, tattoo, piercing, whatever you want. Make an appointment for one of those things, all of those things. Whatever is going to make you feel the most confident and is going to make this next season feel different for you and make you feel excited about it, do that. For me, when I have a spray tan, I'm a different person and I never really realized it. And this is going to sound so stupid and superficial. And trust me, I understand that. But I've been talking to you guys a lot about how I've been doing laser hair removal. And with laser hair removal, you can't have a spray tan or at least you can't have a spray tan when you go in there like at all so for the two weeks leading up to getting laser hair removal no spray tan allowed and for someone who has been an avid tanner my entire life and I used to work at a tanning salon it used to be my entire personality again sickening gross but it's just the truth I didn't realize how much it affected my confidence I have put so much of my you know, security in a spray tan because it just has made me feel so confident. And at first I was like, oh, that's embarrassing. Like I'm just, I'm gonna, you know, you know, be pale and embrace it. And then I was like, no, if I want to have a freaking spray tan, I'm going to have a freaking spray tan and I'm going to feel confident. And so every time I get a spray tan now, I feel a hundred times better. And so for you, whether that's a spray tan, whether that's getting your nails done, my nails are not done right now. I need to go do them. And that's also going to help with my confidence. Another thing is hair. If you've been following, you probably know I used to bleach my hair like crazy. I used to have like bright blonde hair because I bleached it so badly and it was so short. And then back in January, I dyed it back to dark brown and I tried to live in that era for a little bit. It's just not meant for me. And so I've slowly been getting highlights back in my hair and I feel so much better. So the main premise of this is just doing one thing or all of the things that make you feel a little bit more confident. When I got my hair done, it was like a light bulb went off. I felt so much more confident. I felt so much more like myself and I felt excited for the summer. It just made me excited. So I encourage you to do the same, whatever that is. If that's you want to get a tattoo or a piercing that you've been wanting for a long time, just bite the bullet and do it. If it's going to make you feel more confident, if it's going to, you know, make you feel better, then just go for it. All right. Number three, go buy a new book. 
whether that is a Kindle or a paperback book, whatever you want, go buy a new book, something that excites you. Go wander around a Barnes and Noble and see what lights you up. I have been in my reading era lately. I don't know why. I don't know how it happened. Well, actually, no, I do know why it happened or how it happened. Last summer, I started getting into Colleen Hoover books and I read It Ends With Us. I read Ugly Love. I read Verity. I loved every single one of them. And then I just kind of fell off. I stopped reading for a little bit and recently I've gotten back into it and I'm so happy I have because it just opens up a whole new world honestly like being able to read with a good book that you like don't want to put down is such a good feeling and I never thought that I would be like that because I was never a reader like I don't think I read a book even in high school, I would just spark notes it. So I was just never a reader, never someone who was ever into any of that. And so now that I can kind of say the opposite and be like, no, I actually do want to read. I want to go to the bookstore. I want to do all these things. It's really, really exciting. And I get so excited whenever I start a new book. And so if you are a reader, if that's something that you like to do as well, make it a point to go and buy a new book, whatever book you've been wanting, or if it's one that just catches your eye in the moment, just grab it. Something that my mom used to always try and instill in me is to have a book for summer. And again, I was never a reader. So I just kind of threw that advice out the window. But I do think that if you are a reader, if that is something that you're interested in, have a book for summer and just enjoy. I have multiple books for summer. You know, why not? I will say I just finished reading Something in the Water and I've read so many reviews on it about how people loved it. This was the hardest book for me to finish because I did not like it whatsoever. I would probably give it a six. I don't know. It just wasn't my favorite. So I can't say I recommend that. But right now I'm reading Forever Never. Seems to be a little bit better, but it's going to be the longest book I've ever read. It's like 600 pages. So hopefully it gets a little better. Hayden and I actually, we decided that we're going to make this like a monthly thing. Every month we're going to go to Barnes and Noble together and each pick out a couple books. So just having fun little traditions like that makes it a little exciting. So if you are a reader, go get a new book. Okay, number four, try to be consistent with one hobby that you've shied away from. So I know that a lot of you, just because we've talked about this in episodes, we always say like, oh, we want to try that or oh, this is something that I've been wanting to do for a while or oh, when I have the free time, I'm going to start this. And I just feel like, why wait? I feel like summer is a perfect opportunity to start something that you've been shying away from. For me, particularly, I've been applying this rule myself. And for me, what that's been is baking, weirdly enough. I'm, I've been Betty Crocker lately. I really don't know what's happening. And I made sourdough bread last night. Again, I don't know why or who I am or who I think I am to be doing that, but I did. I've been trying to perfect a chocolate chip cookie recipe, and I think I found the perfect one. I'm going to make them tomorrow, and I'm vlogging the whole thing, so you guys should go check that out. But baking for me has been something that's been really fun and something that I can put my energy into. I guess what I've just noticed after a while is I've just spent so much time in front of a screen, whether that's a computer screen, whether that's a TV, and I just feel like I haven't been fully, you know, 
taking advantage of different opportunities, like things that I've always just been like, oh, I'm just going to wait on that. Or, oh, like sometime I'll do this or I'm just going to, you know, one day I'll try that. And it's like, no, I, I want to do it now. And so I do think that summer is a perfect excuse to be trying things like that, whether that's painting, whether that's trying a new sport, whether it's trying a new class, which we'll get into in a second, whatever that is, I just encourage you to try and do it because again, what better time? Okay, this next one is to do the Instagram declutter. And what I mean by that is I think if this is not something that you do on a regular basis, which is definitely not something that I do on a regular basis, and it's kind of something that you forget to do. And that is going through your Instagram following and seeing who you follow and unfollowing the people that you don't want to see or who put out bad energy or people that you or are putting you in a negative headspace. I think what's really important to remember is the things that we see, the things that we constantly surround ourselves with, whether that's in person or whether that's online because social media is so prevalent, those things creep into our subconscious, right? And so when that happens, it's good to recognize that you have control over the unfollow button. If you're seeing someone or something that isn't serving positivity, that's something that you don't wanna see, whether it's a person that makes you anxious, whether it's something that was said that you don't like, you have the power of the unfollow button. And so I just think that going into summer, it's really good just to declutter that. I always feel so much better when I see that number go down. It's like, whew. but sometimes I get really nervous because I see like people from my hometown or like friends that I used to know. And I'm like, oh, well, I don't want to unfollow them and like make them think that I'm mad, like I'm mad at them. And then I have to remind myself that I need to get out of that. Uh, then I remind myself that I need to get out of that mindset because I'm 26 years old. And if I want to unfollow someone on Instagram, I can do that. No questions asked. And so can you. So I just encourage you to do that and just perfect what you're surrounding yourself with. Okay. Next one is sign up for a class. So this is kind of what I was talking about earlier, whether that is a workout class, a cooking class, an online class, something different that sets you out of your comfort zone. I actually saw this girl on TikTok talk about how she was going to once every month go out and try a new class. And the first one that she started with was like a wine and cheese pairing class. And I thought that that sounded so cool. And so I'm definitely going to do that because it was here in Nashville. And so I'm going to figure out where the class was. She said it in the TikTok. So I'm going to go back and see it and sign up for it. But I really just think that it's a great way to meet new people and get out of your comfort zone and to do something different. And again, that's kind of what all of this is, is that it's just an excuse to switch things up a little bit and to make life feel a little bit more exciting and different rather than just going through the everyday mundane things. Okay, number seven is very, very important, and that is setting boundaries. I encourage you to do this all year round, but if you want an excuse to try and do this and to start doing it, I will give you the excuse of summer. Just anything that, any excuse that you can use to set boundaries for yourself, I say go for it. Say no to the things that you don't want to do unapologetically. Don't feel bad, right? And say yes to the things that you want to do. Set boundaries with the people that you've been wanting to for a while. Make it clear that you are in control of your life. It is your year. It is your summer. And that moves us into number eight. 
is taking control of your life and reminding yourself that you are in the driver's seat of your life. You get to choose who's in your life. You get to choose who is not in your life. You get to choose what you do with your life, all within reason, all within certain parameters, of course. But, you know, for the most part, you are in control and it's important to set those boundaries and it's important to be selfish. It's important to be selfish about who you are allowing in your circle, where you're spending your time, your energy, all of that. That is extremely important. And it's also important, just to add on to that, to not feel like you have to over-explain yourself. I feel like so often, if you're a people pleaser like me, when you get into those instances of, you know, feeling like you want to say no, but you need to give a reason, right? For me, I'm always sitting there. I get so anxious. I'll tell Hayden, I'm like, I don't know how to say no. And I'll be like, should I say no? And then this is why, or that's why. And he's like, just say no. It's something that he's really good at that I actually envy him. Like he just says no to things that he doesn't want to do all within reason, of course, but like, it's just easier for him. He doesn't feel the need to over explain himself. And for me, I'm always stuck overthinking, like, how can I word this? I don't want to hurt their feelings. And obviously like, I never want to come off as a bitch. I never want to come off as well, not always. I'm not afraid to come off as a bitch, but in these situations, like, you know, you want to be respectful. You want to be amicable, but just saying no without reason. No is a full sentence. I think it was Elizabeth Olsen that said that and said that Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen, which are her sisters, that's the advice that she gave. That's the advice that they gave to Elizabeth was that no is a full sentence. And I think that that's amazing. Like you don't need to over explain. You don't need to, you know, go out of your way to make up this, you know, long story of a lie or long story of the truth. Just say no, because no is a full sentence. Okay, next up, number nine. I love this one. I love this one a lot. I feel like you guys will too. Go to Target. Go to Target, go to Walmart, go to Marshalls, go to TJ Maxx, whatever it is, whatever store like that that you love, Home Goods, Hobby Lobby, anything like that. Go there, walk through the aisles, see if there's anything that you like, see that anything pops out at you for summer. And that can be something as small as just like a candle or, you know, a little mug. I told you guys I have a mug collection, a summer mug that you can have your coffee in or a new set of cocktail glasses, wine glasses, or anything like that. Something like that that just spices things up a little bit. To me, I love a good summer candle. I just had, I put in an order at Bath and Body Works for a bunch of different summer candles, but I know that all of those types of stores, Home Goods, Target, Walmart, all of them, all have the same, you know, similar types of candles too. So go and get yourself a summer candle, light it up. The summer smells that can roam through your house or your apartment or your room, whatever it is, just lighten up the mood. They lighten up the vibes. I used to not be a summer scent type of person because I thought that that just meant like coconut smells and I'm not a fan of coconut scent. I feel like that is an unpopular opinion, but there are so many others out there that can just smell fresh and just lighten up the energy in your space. So go somewhere like that and either get a candle, get a blanket, get a mug, get whatever it is that you want that helps, that just helps freshen up the space. Okay. Number 10 is create a summer 
playlist. All of the songs that you want to be listening to throughout the summer, all of the songs that put you in a good mood when you play them that you know are like going to be your reliable songs throughout the summer that are just going to lift your spirits up and make you happy. Make a summer playlist. And as summer goes on, you'll be able to add new songs to it. And what's really cool is by the end of summer, you'll be able to look back if you use the playlist enough and different songs will remind you of different memories. And I just think that that's really cool. And it's just a fun way to kind of make summer a little bit more exciting and memorable and mem okay I can't speak sorry memorable Number 11, go to a farmer's market. I have been really big on farmer's markets lately, just once a week, whether that be Sunday or there's actually a really good one in Nashville that they have on Tuesdays at 4 p.m., which is kind of strange, but I've been meaning to go to that one too. I really want to check it out. I've heard it's amazing, but any sort of little farmer's market that you have in your area that you think would be a good one or just test out a couple different ones. Farmer's markets are great ways to not only support small businesses, but also to know where your products and your produce are coming from. And obviously you probably can't do all of your grocery shopping at farmer's markets. Sometimes they have other things at farmer's markets too, though. Like there's a farmer's market in Nashville that actually sells candles and dog bones and a bunch of different, like just kind of little knickknack touristy stuff, which is really cute. So you don't just have to go there for food if you don't want to. And even if you don't want any of it, it doesn't hurt to just go and walk around and check it out. I always feel like farmer's markets remind me of spring and summer. I used to go all the time in San Diego. There was a really, really good one. And now that I've moved out in Nashville, I've been just trying to find different little ones. And there's so many, which is so cool. So even if you don't like one, you can just go and check out a different one and it'll probably be different or have different, you know, vendors and things like that. There's one in Franklin, Tennessee that I've heard is really good that I also want to try out. So I'm on the hunt for a really solid, good farmer's market. I do have one that I really like to go to, but I want to test out all of them just because I love the idea of going to the farmer's market, the aesthetic and the vibe that comes with it, just walking through. It's amazing. And it also, it just puts you in a good mood. I feel like you see a bunch of people that are really passionate about what they're doing and what they're selling. And I just think that that's really cool. So I highly recommend going to a farmer's market. Okay. Number 12, buy weekly flowers. And I don't mean bi-weekly like every other week. I mean like purchase flowers weekly. Having a set of fresh flowers in your space, it just brightens the mood. I cannot explain why. Personally for me, I have a really hard time keeping flowers alive. They never live past like a couple days. I keep them in water. I do the whole nine, but they don't really live very long. I'm not exactly sure why. So I need to figure that out. But that and so that is why I say buy them weekly or purchase them weekly. I love Trader Joe's flowers. I feel like those are really affordable and they're also gorgeous. They're so pretty. I got this really pretty like pink, light pink roses from there the other day, last week, and they just brightened up the space. I had my flowers. I lit my summer candle. I had cleaned and decluttered the kitchen. It was immaculate. So go and buy fresh flowers. Not only do they smell great, but they just brighten up the space. They liven it up a little bit. For me, they don't liven it up for long because they die fairly quickly, but then I just go and get new flowers. But if you guys have any recommendations about how to keep flowers alive for more than a couple days, please let me know because I feel like this is just not, I feel like they're supposed to live a little longer, but who knows? I'm kind of new to all of this. 
Okay, number 13. And this is very specific. This is going to be very niche. And if you don't drink for whatever reason, then this isn't going to apply to you. But for people who enjoy the occasional cocktail, I think that this one is really fun. And it is just learning how to make a specialty cocktail. Again, that's for if you drink. But if you don't drink, you can learn how to make a specialty mocktail. And I think that would be really fun too. I've been wanting to try and learn how to make a spicy blackberry margarita. I feel like that sounds so good. And just like a spicy margarita in general, a spicy skinny margarita is like my go-to. So I want to learn how to make that. I just feel like there's something really fun and enjoyable about making things yourself. I don't know. I don't know if it's as I'm getting older, I'm finding like the satisfaction in that because it's just a fun process or what it is. But there's something really fun about making a specialty cocktail and just sitting outside with your little cocktail or your mocktail and just drinking it and enjoying the sun, enjoying the sunset, going for a walk, whatever it is. I just think it's really fun. I've been seeing so many people on social media, especially on TikTok, making, you know, their cocktails or mocktail recipe or whatever. And it makes me so jealous because I want to learn how to do that so that I can just, you know, do it on a biweekly or weekly basis. I just feel like it'd be something that's fun and different and also super fun for like dinner parties or things like that. I love having my friends over for dinners and stuff. And as it's now getting into summer and I have a great backyard and I just ordered a patio table, like I'm doing the whole thing. And so I really want to learn how to make a good cocktail batch that I can serve. So that's something that's on my summer glow up list because I think it would just add another fun element. So that's where I stand on it. Number 14, try and spend at least 20 minutes outside a day if the weather permits it. Whether that is going for a walk, walking to your favorite coffee spot, tanning outside with a book, anything. I just think it's really important, you know, no matter what the season is, really to just spend 20 minutes outside, just get some fresh air. I think it clears your mind. I think it centers you. I think it grounds you. I think that there's so many benefits to it and from it. So I highly recommend going outside just for a little bit. For me, I know this is just personally, whenever I go outside for just a walk or whether I'm, you know, just sitting on the porch, sitting on the patio, whatever it is, it instantly makes my mood better. It just does. I don't know the science behind it, but it really does. And, you know, I know for Nashville specifically, and I know that this, you know, is the same for a lot of other places as well. Nashville in the summer is scorching hot. Not only is it so hot, but it is so humid. It's almost unbearable. But what I've been liking to do lately is waiting until about 6.30 or 7 p.m. and taking my book and going outside. It's still light outside. It's starting to cool down a little bit, but it still is nice and warm. And so it's crazy because like the temperature around 7 p.m. is what it would ideally be for me at like 2 p.m., you know? So I go outside around that time with my book and I'll just read for about an hour or so and it just instantly makes me feel better. There's something, the serotonin boost that I get from that is amazing. I can't explain it. I don't know why, but I just, I recommend it so much. I think that if you can get outside just for a little bit throughout the day, even if that means you're going and grabbing a drink on a rooftop, or if that means that you are going to sit on a patio at a restaurant, that counts as being outside. Okay. We can make it fun. Okay, so I was about to jump into the last one, but I just thought of this one right now, and it was really important to me last summer, and I don't know why I didn't think of it, but it is just taking more 
pictures, whether that is you want to get disposable cameras. I was so big on disposable cameras last summer. I would take them everywhere with me. I was constantly taking pictures and it's so fun by the end of the summer to turn in all of your cameras and then get all of the results and pictures back. It's so, so fun because then it's like you're reliving summer all over again. And if you don't want to go the disposable camera route, you can just take a bunch of pictures on your phone and put them all in a folder. And at the end of summer, go through all of them. And again, it's the same thing. It's like you're reliving all of those memories again. And so just again, try to be as present as you can in the moment, but also capture memories, take more pictures. That's something that was honestly, even on my new year's resolution list is I wanted to take more pictures because I would go through my phone and I just didn't have a lot of pictures. And I think that's great because it's like, okay, you were living in the moment, but whenever the opportunity arises, I do want to take advantage of that. That way I can go back and have something to look back on. So that is my number 15. So I guess I have 16 things on this list and this is number 16. Okay. The last one, be intentional, be intentional with who you surround yourself with, be intentional on the energy you allow into your life. And if you need an excuse to start fresh, use this one. And honestly, like I said, I feel like this might be the most important one on the list. And I think it's really just an important lesson in life in general about to just be aware and be intentional of your time, be intentional on who you're investing in, the relationships that you're investing in, whether that's, you know, family relationships, friendships, or romantic relationships. When I look back on certain things, I I sometimes say, you know, I wish that I was more intentional with who I spent time with. I wish I was more intentional on who I allowed in my life because I think sometimes if you're anything like me, it's really easy to give a bunch of your energy to a bunch of different people and it drains you out very quickly. And something that I've learned, and we talked about this a lot, is what I know now is I value the quality of people more than the quantity. And so in order so in doing that, I've been able to, you know, keep my glass full and keep, you know, my energy all the way up while also investing in the right people, investing in people that I love and who care about me, investing my time into things that make me happy and that I enjoy and not just saying yes to things because I feel bad or I feel guilty or, you know, I, you know, I have no other excuse and I'm just going to go, you know, I just think it's really important to be intentional with your life and be intentional with your time. You know, nothing is promised, nothing is guaranteed. Guaranteed, And I know that that's a scary and not comforting thing to think about, but I think that you should use it as motivation moving forward to just be a little bit more selective. And that doesn't mean that you can't be spontaneous. It doesn't mean you can't go crazy and wild and all of those things. But when it comes to where your energy is being placed, just be a little bit more selective. So those, you guys, are my rules for your summer glow up. And I hope you guys enjoyed it. Again, let me know what you guys have on your list for your summer glow ups. I'm really interested in hearing them and I will post some of your answers and responses on my story because again, I'm just, I want to know what you guys are planning on doing. Let me know if any of these resonated with you, which ones you think you're going to apply to your summer. And with that being said, you guys, that is all for me today. Thank you for joining me for another episode of My Thoughts Exactly. I hope you enjoyed it. Again, thank you so much for listening. I'm so happy that you're here. I'll be back next week with a brand new one for you guys, and I can't wait to see you there. Bye, guys.